Warning, this podcast may contain bad language and themes that some listeners may find offensive. How good was that? Pretty good, actually. I I, I literally, I envisioned it in my head. Like, first time, like, after you were slating me the past couple of weeks, I was like, right, got this down. First time, first time, first time. You've been rehearsing this every night before bed. Yep. (laughs) These are flashcards. Well done. Thanks. Welcome to the Seesaw Podcast with T and Cleves. Each week, offering up a great perspective on life. Hello, uh, episode 10. Jesus Christ. Who would have thought we'd make it this on far? On sale at Asda, that is bad. How so? I mean, who's listening at this point? <laughs> and we have got listeners. I, I can see the numbers. Yeah. I'd like okay. them to be higher, but people are listening. We need to pay, like, a company in China to listen to it, to get it up the rankings. Well, I'll leave that to you, as the seesaw accountant. <laughs> Why am I the seesaw accountant? I don't know. He's I'm not like, approving any of your expenses, you know like, that now. He's just like an accountant, I suppose. You come round here, you want to put in all this stuff on the seesaw account, come round here looking for beer and car journeys and X amount of money per mile. Frankly, it's the, the copious of amounts that. of seesaws I keep ordering from Amazon. <laughs> And none of them have fit you yet. Like, why do you keep ordering those little plastic little ones? Because you need a way of, like... Drawing in the kids. That's what you're saying. (laughs) Going back to episode one there, you're trying to draw them in, aren't you? God, Weirdo. With all your your seats or nonsense. Episode ten, we're back to paedophilia. (laughs) (laughs) We've been put on me for some reason. Full circle. That's all I'm saying. It's come full circle. Well... Ten ups in. Podcasts are linear. Not circular, so we'll this, one, that. this one's not. Well, we're going back to episode one next week. Yep. So next week, audio description <laughs> again. Yep. That, that sound quality in the first one. I listened to it the other day. It's just it's not good. Are you just trying to get the numbers up? <laughs> <laughs> Where do you think they come from? <laughs> so how's things, Cleves? Yeah. Um, same old, to an extent. It's... You know, ticking over. I'm doing all right. How's you? Not bad. Better than I have been. Had a bit of a drama over the last week. Dun, dun, dun. I've had my guide dog retired now. After nine years of service. Did you retire him? What did you do to him? I didn't do anything to him. <laughs> He's just old. You just <laughs> you sounded like, I retired my guide dog. <laughs> with a crowbar. <laughs> That's devastating. You've been playing too much of The Last of Us. The guy dog's great now. He's got wheels on the back. <laughs> He's even faster, in fact. Why was he retired? Oh, old. Oh, okay. Yeah. Age. It's just age. Oh. So he was supposed to retire at the age of eight. He's now 11. At age of eight? Yeah, he's a bit cheeky. He's not the best guy dog. What, so you didn't know when he was getting shit? Is that what you're saying? He was always terrible, so you weren't quite sure where the drop-off was? Pretty much. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I was told from day one, he's not the creme de la creme. He's not the one that was used on the adverts. And all of these events where they show off how good guide dogs are, I was told from day one, it's going to be give and take with this boy. Just expect him to be a little bit shit on occasion. But he is good. When he's good, he's really good. 
and he's smart. And I think that's the problem. He's smart and he's always been good at like trouble, like problem solving and stuff like that. So he's really good with that. Oh, he's really great at Sudoku's. More crosswords. He's not good with numbers. He's not the accountant. Yeah, that's me, baby. Yeah, <laughs> as we've established. I can't afford a guide dug on on Seesaw accounts, I'm afraid. Well, that's a shame. So this will be the final episode of Seesaw. <laughs> yeah. So he's retired now. Gave his harness back, his working harness. So that's all sorted. Can no longer take him into shops and all sorts of famous bits and bobs. He's a regular dog now. He is a regular dog now. And that's good. He's staying with us. What are you going to do with his ADD, though? Well, just get a lot of tennis balls, I suppose. I think we should move on. Anyway, what? how's the retirement treating you? You and and the dog, Weston. Let's call him Weston. Bittersweet. I'm glad he's retired. We had a little bit of a, a kerfuffle, I suppose you'd say, about his where he was going to go after retirement, a bit of mixed messages. But we are going to be keeping him, which is good. More the concern is where my next dog is. The guide dogs have lost my paperwork previous to this day, and I had to redo it all again in November. Oh. I don't know where I am on the list. Bottom. Probably the bottom, even if I'm on... That's if I'm on the list. I, mm. I don't even know if I am. Maybe you haven't made the list yet. Maybe I haven't. So I've just got to make do for the time being, which, as a... Dog user, it's difficult to go back to a long cane. Yeah, welcome back to cane training, baby. I hate canes. I love them. Love them. Love's a strong word. Caning, caning about. Just, you know, throwing that long cane about. Cane and able. It makes you look sexy as shit, mate. <laughs> Said who? Oh, I like to think I am. Get some of that sweet pity sex. How's that working for you? Well, during lockdown, not well. <laughs> Let me rephrase. Ever not well. I I remember reading something a while ago about that is a thing for some people. No, oh, it, it, it totally is. Not the only long cane I got, baby. I mean, you have got two. One of them is shorter than the other because you ordered the wrong size. <laughs> I, I didn't. Necessarily, well, I wasn't sure about how to measure. <laughs> I wasn't sure how to measure a cane. So you old I didn't, cane? I didn't know whether my whether was your old cane the right size. Yeah. So did you measure that? Yeah, but I didn't know whether it included. I didn't the... me- then order the new cane. Yeah, but I didn't know when you measured a, a cane whether you included the tip. You know whether the helmet was part of the size. You always measure the helmet. Well, apparently you do. So I've learned that. <laughs> also, I learned you can get. Uh, a long cane in different materials. And, you know, one's lighter and easier on the hand. Yeah. Some are darker. Some are heavier. Some have stripes. So Some have got a nice solid grip on them. Because that, that's how solid S- your grip is. Some have springs. Some do have springs. Shall we move on from this? Sure. I don't know where to go from there. Nope. No, no. Just <laughs> there's plenty of, plenty of canes knocking about and... I got a couple. So, what's this week's theme? This week's theme. Nights out. Queen Radio. Turn that shit up. I'm glad we did that. <laughs> so we can't go for nights out at the moment. 
<laughs> so shit. We picked a topic. Like, no, it's out. So, can't do it at the minute. But we can talk about it and pretend. Remember? Remember nights out? We're still in the tea dance hall after all. <sighs> Don't... Which was established in episode <laughs> seven. Was it was it actually our scene in episode seven? It might have been. I can't remember. It was either six or seven. I can't remember which one. Mm. The tea reggae dance hall. Yeah. Featuring their music. Hey, I have music. Or people of colour. I have people of colour. If that colour's white and it's more than you, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, you don't specify the colour. Mm. And blind people are truly the colour blind out there. <laughs> yeah, true. They don't see colour. They don't. So, night's out. Gorilla Radio! I'm not doing this again. So I don't go I don't go to nightclubs or anything like that anymore. I used to go to a few. Were you a hard partier? Drug taking, earthquaking, love making machine. For a time, when you take some of those things out, yes. <laughs> okay. It's not an all encompassing statement, but selectively speaking, yes, I used to be. I don't know why, I never really enjoyed them to be honest. Whereabouts were you at the time of your clubbing days? I feel like every time I use the word clubbing, I sound like I'm 90. It's <laughs> 99, like, the only people that use the word clubbing are people that no longer go to clubs because they're too old. Oh, yeah, what, what are the kids called now? Um, they still call them clubs, but they're, <laughs> but they're, you know, talking about going to a club as opposed to me, I went, I went clubbing yeah. in 1995. 995, I wish I was clubbing then. Or maybe I wouldn't. Yeah, kids, like club. I said, I kids, never... kids club on holiday, mate. <laughs> You're doing the Superman. Butlins Kids Club. Yeah, yeah. The Music Man. Love Butlins. Last time I went to Butlins was a few years ago for the dance. So it was a completely different experience to a kids. Were you part of the kids club then, though, as well? I think everyone was a part of the kids club, to be honest. The way people were acting. A lot of drinking, scantily clad women. Yes, that's my kind of kids club. Next, you're going to tell me there's some sort of fancy dress involved. There was de- there was definitely fancy dress. I, I mean, when you talk about kids' story, clubs like great. that, it's a little bit sordid. So, not a fan of clubs. Even when I was going to them, I wasn't a huge fan. Was it that you just didn't like the music? Do you not like the atmosphere? Well, I can't see with no lights. Right. Well, there's some lights in clubs. Well, it wasn't enough for me. And also, it's very loud. So, I can't see or hear anything. So it's not a fun environment, is it? Well, the thing is, right, I used to go to Rock City in Nottingham all the time, back when they used to play rock music. And I enjoyed it, but I'm not going to lie, I probably looked like a blatant spaz, because, again, I couldn't see people talking or anything. I usually needed someone to help me get around. So basically all I did is spaz dance to music. So, you know what, I had a good time. I don't really give a fuck what other people thought of me, because quite honestly, I couldn't see them anyway. Yeah, that's fair. Plus, I usually got wasted. And when I was wasted, I, I cared even less. Yeah, that's So true. I had a good time. Like, they were playing songs that I liked, at least, back then. So I didn't really have a problem with it. And I was only sort of, what, 18, 19? Yeah. Between then and 22. I mean, after 22, if you're still going out to clubs, then you start to look old unless you get to, you go to, like, Not specific women. nights. Not girls. Well, yeah, girls can get away with it for a little bit longer, I suppose. Around 25, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But then after a while, like, at City, for example, 
in their separate rooms. They have like a city in the noughties night or city in the nineties night. Oh, that's depressing. It is depressing, but you can go there and feel included. But that music is having a bit of a renaissance at the moment. Is it? Yeah. 90s. 90s. No, yeah, yeah, no, but it's nineties yeah. rock. And like noughties rock, so you got like the new metal stuff, or if you're on the nineties one, you get like the um, Nirvana and Rage Against the Machine and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, a little bit of ska. Yeah, like, yeah. To be fair, scar, a little bit of ska. Yeah, periods. they usually go through like Third little bits wave. throughout the night. Yeah, yeah. Good point. But I feel like I have to go to those nights now, otherwise, I feel like just such a tool. Yeah, I'm the same. And even then, it's a big thing for me to to go. I need convincing to go. I mean, usually about five beers is my convincing. The last time I went to yeah. City on a night out, I said I'd already been to a gig. I think it might have been Jaya. And I was so wasted that I was like, yeah, let's just do it. Yeah, you had that moment. But you've yeah. been to City so many times. Like, you know rough the rough layout, don't you? Okay, yeah, that is a point of interest. Me, yeah. You know where the, the toilets are. Yep. You know where the bar is. So you can kind of get yourself around. Yeah, without anyone else, I could spastic my way around. Yeah. Like, you, I could use a white cane to get around, yeah? Well, I, I never really went to enough places frequent enough. It was also, like, we just went to various places, so mm. never really got used to it. Cause, because I was always part of a sort of rocky kind of group, we always went to Rock City. That's yeah. kind of the thing. Like, we went to the Rock Pub. We it's either there or nowhere else, isn't it? So you're very limited on where you can go. When when I was at uni, we used to go to different clubs because I actually hung around with people that didn't mind listening to other types of music. But in Nottingham, it was pretty much one place, which I didn't really have a problem with. I enjoyed Rock City, but yeah. Hopefully, it reopens. Yeah, but I don't know whether the podcast will pick that up, but that's built in. Bilton has arrived. <laughs> what a lot of the issues I have with nightclubs start at the door. Okay, and I'm not going to rag on doormen in the same way that other people rag on doormen. If you're drunk, you're drunk, they'll pick up on it. And I'm not going to say they're shit because of that. But because of my specific eye condition, my eyes always look kind of dilated because they're all trying to pick up as much light as possible, especially at night. So they're dilated to like ridiculous levels. And they also have the twitchy, nystagmus, crazy eye nonsense. So whenever I got to... Getting into a club, bouncer go, oh, no, you've had too much, mate, or you're on something. It's like, no. Although, let's be... My eyes are knackered. Were you drunk or on something then? No drunker than anyone else ever let (laughs) Yeah, okay, fair. No drunker than anyone else. Mm. Like, this whole perception of only letting in sober people. Piss off. Yeah. But it was like, oh, you're on something. Hey, if nightclubs only let sober people in, no one would be in there. Let's face it, it's a terrible environment. He's back and better than ever. Oh, he's he's really pushing them. He's through. clear. I can see on the levels there that that's been picked up. <laughs> so not not a fan of them. Just I got turned away so often just because. What was my weird eyes is, are knackered? So I just, used to go to Rock City like pretty much every Saturday, and I don't want to say the bouncers knew me, but like they they must have known who I was and what I was like getting around in there. But then, like, one time I went, and it were, and they literally said, oh, I'm not letting this person in. Oh, he's in there pretty much every Saturday. He's always wasted. And then I whipped out, like, my white cane. And I'm like, mate, I'm partly blind. And he was like, oh, 
I did not realise. Mm. In you go, sir. I'm like, oh, nice one. Cheers. And at that point, I was genuinely wasted. Yeah. Because, like, sometimes I have been turned away from, for looking, like, for looking wasted, even though I've not been. Yeah. But on that occasion, I was wasted, and the blindness saved me. It was like the opposite way around. It's like, oh, he's not wasted. He's he's blind. Whereas most of the time, it's I look wasted, and I'm just blind. I mean, it didn't save me from Oceanas in Cardiff, where a bouncer muscled me down a flight of stairs, nearly like dropping me on my head, Damn. even though I had my long cane. And the only thing that I was guilty of is standing to the side because I didn't know where the people I was with were because it's dark and loud. Mm. And I didn't have a drink or I drunk it and didn't know where I was because it's the first time I'd been in Cardiff, let alone in this specific pub. And nightclubs, they have a capacity. So if someone looks like they're not buying drinks, mm. you get rid of them yep. and you get someone else in, especially in a capital city, and try to explain to them, I wasn't even that drunk. I think I had a couple of beers, but it wasn't really that, that bad. A lot of bouncers, though, let's be fair. Dicks. Bouncers, I don't want to generalise, but a lot of them were bullies at school and they still need to get that fulfilment in life because they have no other personality and no one else likes them. Mm. So they turn that aspect of their life into a career. If it works for them, fine. But, yeah, not a fan of them. Not all of them are bad. Some of them are pretty sound, actually. When I used to go with certain people like to gigs and stuff, They'd know you and be like, oh, it's him, you know what I mean? He's he's blind, he's, he's with X amount of people, go right in. Just because they knew and they were yeah. fine with that. But then some people are just pricks for the, for the sake of it. You always get a few like that. Tell you where they are really bad, though. Strip clubs. I mean, they have to be stricter, I would argue, anyway, but... Yeah. Short stories with tea. Strap yourself in. Morning. Story may not be short. So, I've only ever been to a strip, uh, strip club twice. Just go for it out there. Not really the ideal circumstance for a blind person. You just don't get the full effect, I would argue. You're not allowed to touch, which is 100% perfectly fine. You know what I mean? That mm, should be the depends case. Depends what country you're in. Yeah, well, these were in Great Britain. Okay, fair. So not allowed to touch, which is 100% how it should be. But when I can't see, it's kind of pointless. I first went to one when I was 18. A couple of mates took me to a strip club. <laughs> not how I would say it's a nice strip club, but it was the one around. They took me there and I said, this is pointless. I don't want to pay money for this because I'm not going to see anything. I can't do anything. I'm just sitting in the dark. You guys have a good time and it's just pointless for me. So went in there, 100% pointless, until what I assumed was a lovely lady came over <laughs> and asked if one of us like a private dance. Private um, dance, a dance over money. Any kind of money would do. <laughs> so I was like, no, no, no. But then the lads asked, me, no, it's your birthday, you're 18, we'll pay for a private dance. So they pay for the private dance for me. I think, oh. Okay, fine. And in strip clubs, you go to a, a separate room for the private dance. 
The first issue was that I don't know where I'm going. So the young lady takes me by the hand, sort of to walk me round the back. First obstacle was the minor concussion I got because you had to step over a step and it was also a low, low sort of, uh, we call it doorway. They never told her that I was blind. She just thought I was special. <coughs> so she doesn't tell me about this. So I'm walking at her speed because she obviously wants to get it one and done as quick as she can, get the dance done, go out and get another dance. Full speed, straight into it, knocks me flying on my ass. Straight away, I just bounce off of this doorway. <laughs> and then it all sort of blew over. So they explained, oh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, he's blind. Getting to the private booth. And, of course, she's, I didn't even know if she was giving it all that or actually doing anything decent. Because I couldn't see in the private booth either. That's where she tagged in Terry. <laughs> <laughs> so Terry so. the builder from Croydon. <laughs> yeah. It could have been. He's just doing it on the anyone. side to make money so that his grandma can still go to college. <laughs> Again, no touching. So it's like I'm just sitting in this chair, some music going. I assume she did something, but then after ten minutes, it's like, there you go. How was that? Don't know. I, I assume you were good. <laughs> Takes me back to my table, and I just sat down and went. Great use of £25, boys. £25? I'd say that's a cheap dance. It was. Thank God for them. Backstreet Strip Club. It was, got, probably it could have got cheaper for that on Forest Road. It was not a good strip club. Let's put it that way. That was a strip club story for tea And it's all private dancer for money He couldn't see Short stories with tea Story popped in at 3 minutes 21 I've only been to a strip club a few times. The, the last time I went, actually, was for a friend's stag do uh, in Estonia. And we went in. And to be fair, we all kind of sat around and the stag was taken up and basically hang off to a pole or something, you know, trousers pulled down. It got a bit of a dance. Uh, and I couldn't really see a lot of it. From what I understand, a lot of the lads enjoyed it. thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> and then we went outside and after it was all over and pretty much all I remember was um, the stag going to me you're 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 the only person I can still be friends with now because you're the only person that hasn't seen my penis which is I probably think... a lie because I've seen him helicopter around in some Turkish baths before he's <laughs> a good guy he's a good sport he's <laughs> a good stag dude to be fair <laughs> what was your other experience like? what strip clubs? yeah not a lot there's not a lot to tell pretty much like yours you go in you watch some dancers. It's not very light in there, so you didn't get to see a lot. I don't, I don't, really, don't really know what you want from me. Like, is, is, uh, like, So what you're saying is we are gentlemen because we don't look and we don't tell. Yeah, it's not that we are gentlemen. Well, I'm, not, I'm speaking for myself here. I mean, I want to be a perv. I, just, I can't. I can't be one. Can't perv it. It's not for lack of trying. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a weird thing. It's yeah. a weird thing. Fair play, fair play. Strip clubs, they provide economy. Although, to be fair, when we went to Latvia, you could pretty much pay for whatever you wanted. I didn't, so maybe I am a gentleman, but you could. It's, it's one of those things, you know. Everyone got to make a living. Oldest profession in the world, prostitution. Hey, but no one said the P word. It is prostitution. 
No, stripping isn't, but yeah, prostitution. No, but if you is. can get anything you want in Latvia, oh yeah, 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 then that's, it is prostitution. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm not, yeah, yeah. That's not mince words. True, true that. All right, Latvia. all right, all right. Latvia so, do not like the English, don't they? Where I went in Riga, the Latvians. You know, you know when English people go to different countries and basically throw up everywhere, piss all over the everything, and just generally make asses of themselves. Oh yeah, that's what we've done in Latvia. We've basically made it a stag capital. Yeah, and because we're pissed all over their sacred monuments and things like that, or at least stag dudes have, they don't. They don't like us, and that's very understandable. Yeah. Oh yeah. But as we've established, we are gentlemen. Yeah. So the gentlemen. Latvian Tourism Board. If you want us to record in your country, we will be gentlemen. We're not all bad, I promise. No, we're not. Just because you get the bro, bro, bros. A tip to any country in Europe. If a group of lads shows up and they're all wearing the same kind of T-shirt and have names like Blagsy and Johnston on the back of their T-shirts... Blagsy? <laughs> Where did you get Blagsy from? I enjoyed that. I don't know. It, it, that sort of shit you find on the back of their con, the, yeah, the, okay, their, their t-shirts. Yeah, you'll see them on the plane as well. It's like yep. number seven, Jono, and it's got a little accent over the O. And it's like, what, why you got that there? What can you go to Italy? It's like you're Jono, not John or John or whatever. For the marginal racism. It's just like if you see these guys, just tell them that your place is full because you're not going to make a lot of money. Yeah, they need the money. Yeah, they do, but at the same time, do you, can you afford the costs? Mm. Have you got insurance? If you're not insured, don't let them in. True. Where I stayed in Latvia as well, the hotel was also a strip club. I mean, God, I'd love that. Yeah, it was, it was pretty <laughs> sick. I don't know, like, yeah, that's pretty good. Well, that's the border in the background. That's unfortunate. Fred Durst doing boiler. <laughs> there well, we go. I can call back any episode. That was uh, episode four, I believe. Was it? I don't know. Down. So where else would you go then if, I mean, we've done clubs and strip clubs. We've anything with club in it. So I think, what do we do now? Now that we are old, we're both men in our early 30s. Mm. Some earlier than others. Me. <laughs> yes, you. I'm young. Hot. For the semen. <laughs> no. All the shit, probably. Oh, yeah, that's probably worse. <laughs> that's definitely the case. Either way. We so, just pretty much go down the pub now. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much the pub, isn't it? Yeah. Like, a lot of pubs open late, or at least they used to. Yeah, um, especially around here. Where have I lived before? Not the case. On a Friday and a Saturday night, though, you've got a lot of pubs that open late, especially in Nottingham. Not that's not good. not so much in the outskirty parts, but town centre. Yeah, but that's good. Like, and that's what we generally do now, isn't it? Just yeah. Go to the pub. Get smashed in there. Yeah. Go to the same ones, pretty much, so they know that we're idiots. It gets to that point, doesn't it? Like, I'm done with clubbing now because I'm not looking. Like I said, like I said before, I don't want to feel like a tool. So I just go down the pub. I can chat with my friends. I can actually hear what they're saying. I can watch a bit of sport. Have a good time. Definitely. I think that's why I like them as well. It's a bit more, it's cheaper as well. I just don't get like paying to go in somewhere. I think the most I've ever paid is like 20 quid to get into a place. 20 quid? That's like, is that what? Cardiff or somewhere? Yeah. 
That was Cardiff. Mm. Capital City, though, isn't it? You pay for the ambiance. But why? Why do you got to pay to get in? Like it's not like the cheap's the, the cheap's. It's not like the drinks are cheaper in there. Sometimes they are. They used to be at City. They weren't here. Mm. It was still like yeah. No, it was Capital City. So you paid to get in just just for the sheer fact that you're in a club, aren't you? You know, you're getting the music playing. The That's horseshit. <laughs> That's like McDonald's charging you to walk in the door because you want a burger. I'm sure they would if they could. <laughs> but it's still the same premise. Some McDonald's charge you for like a sitting down fee. Eating in fee. Yeah, but that's where you eat outside on the pavement. We have done that before as well. That's We've good. done that before as well, yes. The thing is, right, T used to live in Old Shot and I used to go down and if I turned up, it'd usually be around 12, 1 in the afternoon, wouldn't it? Yeah. And then we used to go to the one pub in Older Shot, the Vic. Pretty much sit in there and get smashed, play some pool, and then and they'd kick us out. Yeah, they did kick us out one day, but they were polite about it. We were polite about it, also. I think they asked us to leave nicely, and we went. Yeah, it's probably about time. It wasn't that we were drunk and disorderly. I think it's because we were in there. It was relatively quiet, and it was getting to that point where they were going to fill up. It was. Bu- quite it was quick. busy up, but yeah. we'd been in there all day, and I'll be honest, I was pretty wrecked. Yeah, we'd been drinking Jaeger. It wasn't a smart move. No, and rightly so behind the bar. They're like, it wasn't like you have to leave. It was like, I think we went up for one more beer. Yeah, they went, and this then is your like, last one, boys. Last one, boys. Like, you should move on. And it's like, that's fair. Hmm. That's fair. And then we just went home. Going forward, hope to get back into the pubs. Yeah. Do you know what I like about pubs as well? If you go to your local pubs, you go out, right? You get wasted. Let's say it's about 12 o'clock. You move to the closest pub back to where most people are closest to home, right? Let's say if you've gone out in your local area, sort of 12, 1-ish on a Friday night, and then you're like, oh, mate, you got any pork pies? And then sometimes they've got pork pies behind the bar, and they have a big old fat pork pie, and then everyone just shares a bit of pork pie. I mean, yeah. I don't like pork pies, but... Oh. Yeah. I don't like the jelly. Yeah, okay. That's the good thing, right? Those big pork pies that you get from like most of the pubs around here don't have a lot of jelly in. They still have some. Has a little bit, yeah, but it's mainly the pork and the pastry. I mean, if the jelly is your favourite part, then you're a scumbag, aren't you? No one likes the jelly. The jelly's disgusting, and I hope you die if you like it. <laughs> Strong, angry words. No one, like, the jelly's the worst part. It's like, why is that even in there? I mean, why can't they have a good scotch egg? They probably do, actually. I'm going to try that next time. You're in the Midlands now. Yeah. They might have some scotch eggs. I'm going to try that. But you can normally get a big pork pie. Normally cuts into, like, eight pieces. Everyone has a little bit of pork pie. And off they pop home. It's not very fitting. No, it's not. But, you know, you got that or a bag of crisps, isn't it? It's, a, it's only a couple of quid as well, I suppose. And you hear like a kebabby on the way home. Yeah, exactly. Get chip cheese and then. Yeah, everyone's a winner. What you like walking home on nights out? I oh, just get a taxi to be honest. Oh, dear. Yeah. Have you ever walked home without a without a dog or a cane? When I was younger, I tried to. I feel like when you get wasted, you have more confidence to do it. Like I've walked home before without one, and not only am I better at it, I think it's a confidence thing. You have like a little homing beacon in your head, don't you? You know, when you're wasted, like whatever happens, whether you can see or whether you can't, right? No matter how like messed up you are, there's something in your head that goes home, 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 home. And even if that like involves public transport, you'll get yourself on it and you'll get home and you'll wake up the next day. And you might not know how you got there, 
but your body will have taken you home. Mm. And I've done it before. I've walked back from Nottingham back to the flat where I was living. I remember this one time where I walked all the way home and I was like, I was so proud of myself. I'm like, yes, I've made it. All I've got to do is cross this road, go through the gate and I'm there. I fell over in the middle of the road. <laughs> I don't know what I tripped on. I don't think I tripped on anything. I just, I just think, I think I was just so wasted. I fell down. And I remember lying in the road. I was just touching it with my hands like, oh my God, this tarmac is so smooth. <laughs> I just, I, I, I honestly, I don't know how long I was lying there. And then all of a sudden, like something went off in my brain, like, Get Cleves, Cleves, you're lying in the road. You're lying in the fucking road. Get, <laughs> get up. And then I got through the, again, the gate was a ball eight because I lived in like a block of flats and, and the gate you had to have a key for, but it was only like one key per flat. And I was living with like three other people at the time. So, but it was a really old shitty gate. So you got like a credit card and just slid it down the side <laughs> and you could get through the gate. Yeah. So I even managed to do that and get home. So it's so weird what you can do. Even, even like blind, I can make my way home without cane or anything. I don't know how much I walked into on the way, probably a fair amount. Mm. But still, it's just amazing what you can do sometimes. I know I attempted it once. And this was when, I think, it's either at university or was at college, I can't remember, I was smashed. Getting to the place and having drinks, I think it was just a pub. And then I was going home afterwards. I didn't have a dog at the time. Didn't have a long cane with me because, you know, nothing puts off the ladies more than looking disabled. Yeah, going home with my lonesome, of course. Oh. I think what I ended up doing is regretting the fact that I didn't have a long cane. And even though I sort of knew where I was going, I was hitting a lot of things. Mm. I don't know where I got it from. But that's what keeps you in the right direction. Yeah. You hit the wall and then, you know, that turns you in the correct direction. I'm actually, you know, you get like those bean poles. Yeah. I'm actually get one of those at some point and use it as a cane. Oh, okay. Resourceful. But I don't know where I got it from. I can only suspect that it was in someone's front garden holding up <laughs> a plant and I just pulled it out nice just to use as my rudimentary cane to get home whatever works whatever works but I probably just like killed someone's run of beans for the year <laughs> just collapsing it probably so like I, a tomato plant fuck tomatoes anyway tomatoes are for the yeah, birds yeah like tomatoes do you? this suck no one likes tomatoes I'm just having the good ones they don't like no the little tiny cherry ones are acceptable in small doses, and that no, that's it. I was about to say maybe even the tinned ones, but no. What, what if you're having a bolognese? Yeah, I don't mind if they're sort of like pureed down and you don't really taste it. Or into a sauce. Yeah, you know, like pizza sauce or whatever, but you've got yeah. all the cheese and toppings, haven't you? So it's kind of got like a mixed bag going on there. If it's just like a regular tomato, like on a sandwich or a grilled tomato or something, fuck, like get, get them off there. Get them, get them, they can go take a bath. I'm not... I'm not part of that. But why, whenever we order a pizza, do you always just get the regular base, which is tomato? Like, why don't you get yourself because a Because I like, I like the tomato base. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a solid base. It was mixed with the cheese. That's what I'm saying. pleasing you. Mixed then. with the cheese and the and the toppings, the pepperoni or whatever. Great. No, no. I don't mind a barbecue pizza. Shit. I mean, if I've got half and half, I'll go half barbecue, half regular. But all I'm saying is just normal tomatoes... They don't even know what they are. Are they a vegetable? Or are they a fruit? They're in a salad. They're like they, they can't. I know they're technically a fruit, but then people call them a salad vegetable. It's like make up your goddamn mind. 
And by make up your mind, I mean, fuck off back to Europe. Like, if there's one thing Brexit didn't do, it's take those tomatoes and fuck them off back to Europe. You know what? The price of tomatoes will go up, though. Good. The price of everything's going up. And I'm glad tomato prices have gone up because I hope they don't come over here. I don't want a part of that. Yeah, but think about that lasagna you're not going to have. Or you could do a meat sauce instead, I suppose. Yeah, well, yeah, good good point, I guess. I just, I just buy it. I, I get it in tins. I imagine, you know, yeah. I know it's still tomato-y. I mean, scarcity, if nothing else, encourages sort of creativity. So. Yeah, I grow them in my back garden, but I'll only grow the one. I like, you know, I'll have tomato once a year to, be fair, to remind myself how much I don't like it. And then that's, that's it. something that definitely needs to happen at your new house when you move in to get some troughs, grow some stuff. Should we close it there with that tomato gate? Yeah, screw tomatoes. All right. I think it was pretty fun. Yeah, I think so. Um, hopefully we'll be able to get back to the pub at some point. Yeah. If you have some interesting stories about the pub, club, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Are you young? Do you still go clubbing? Do you still go clubbing? Do you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuit? You like Let us know. Yeah. I would love for them to have their own club. Do you, know the prob- club. Do you know the problem with that reference is only people as old as us will get that and they still no longer go to a club. Yeah, that's true. Well, they might do, but... if The raising clubs are shit as well. <laughs> what, what's your... <laughs> why, 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 why raising clubs? I like the mint ones. Mint's pretty good. Mint, orange, yeah. Orange is good. But the raisin is for the fucking birds. I, I'm kind of with you there. I'm not a big fan of the raising clubs. Yeah. Same with Yorkies. Raisin Yorkie, get in the bin. Mm. What happens to the honeycomb one they used to have? That honeycomb Yorkie? They used to, yeah. Diabetes, but delicious. Oh, yeah, bring it on, mate. It was delicious. It was fantastic. The type 2 Yorkie. Yeah, that's what they should call it. <laughs> okay, let's close out. All right, cool. It's been a fun one. It has been. I'll catch you in a bit, T. Catch you in a bit, please. Roll the outro. Thanks for listening to the Seesaw Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Seesaw Podcast, Twitter, Seesaw Pod. You can email us at seesawpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on TikTok and Instagram at Seesaw Podcast or Seesaw Pod, depending on which one we want. But get us on the other places. This podcast was recorded in front of a blind audience.